Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Roundabout Season 2, presented by Nissan, is live now. And we're back to share more stories from the road and the memories made along the way. We're talking rest stops. If we're stopping to get gas. You will be timed. Misguided plans. I grew up in the city, so I have like, you know, a healthy fear of real extreme darkness. <laughs> a lot of laughs. Y'all weird, but you, yeah, you, you were different. And so much more. Listen and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome to the Smackdown Review. I'm Adam Wilborn from What Culture, joined by one of the Dadly Boys, Michael Hamflet from What Culture, to review everything that happened on Friday night's episode of Smackdown. But before we get into it, if you're a fan of this sort of thing, make sure you subscribe to What Culture Wrestling, wherever you get your podcasts from Apple Podcasts, Spotify. You know, that sort of thing. I haven't really got the order completely down <laughs> in my mind. Uh, for daily wrestling podcasts where we not only review SmackDown, but also Monday Night Raw, NXT, or the show formerly known as NXT. But, oh, AW Dynamite, AW Rampage, pay-per-views, premium live events. We have interviews, roundtable discussions, and a roundup of the week complete with a bunny quiz, of course, on WrestleCulture. As I said, though, joined by Michael Hamlet to review SmackDown. And I know today is the 31st of October, but I genuinely thought Friday might have been Halloween because of how scary. Really good SmackDown was. <laughs> oh god! I, That's what happens when I haven't got the soundboard and I have one of these cheap toys in? There is nothing worse. Well, there is something worse than prop comedy. It's prop comedy when the props don't work. Um, with respect, fuck you. <laughs> if you think I'm going to talk Halloween or I'm going to do the, the little pre-show preamble, what did you think overall? When the it's not just we're close to the fireworks factory, when are we going to get to the fireworks factory? It's next turn off, yeah. fireworks factory. Can we crack on? Yeah. Can we crack the f- on? This was sensational. Yeah. Well, just get, let's get yeah. to it. Can let's just, not even faff about yeah. it here. So the uh, show opens, they recap what's happened with Seamus, and conveniently he uh, got injured uh, the week before his wedding. Yeah. Uh, didn't seem to be showing many signs of that on his photos. <laughs> so... Uh, also surreal to be like Imagine full kilt Seamus, suit a bandi- one bandaged arm over the top of the jacket Seamus drew blonde Seth Rollins in some photos <laughs> oh there's Miro and Cesaro yes yeah. that's, that's nice um, it's nice to see Miro again yes yeah, exactly um, and they recap Logan Paul's lucky shot more on him later yes. on, I'm just going to get this ready yeah get we, the button ready I'm, I'm going to break this button today more on more on that thing later oh my god uh-huh. Matt Reigns, get ready. You asked for it. <laughs> uh, anyway, so the bloodline are about to go out. Well, the, I should I say most of the bloodline, not mm-hmm. Roman Reigns, not Paul Heyman. Sammy's there. Solo's Cars there. The Usos are there. Um, and, you know, they're like, oh, big night for us sort of thing. And Jay's like, right, do you want me to handle things? And Sammy's like, no, Roman's <laughs> not here yet, but we need to show him a United front. When he arrives, he needs to be seeing, you know, the, the bloodline, mm-hmm. me included, um, with our arms in the air, basically. Um, and yeah, they're going to have a match against Ridge Bloody Holland and Butch, who are still just great. Yes. Um, I 
was worried at first, I think, that the... You know how Ridge and Butch, when Sheamus was really getting over his baby face, you could feel it? And then they'd work that match on Raw. Mm. Uh, oh, without without these, it's a bit... Ugh, who cares? I think we're through that. They've I, rediscovered I, it, haven't they? I sense that like they know they, they, know they are as baby faces. The crowd are with them because they're Sheamus' friends. And now they're becoming quite a babyface force on their mm-hmm. own steam too. And again, I just want to like take a moment to say he will get spoken about the least on this show and probably every show because of the feud that he's about to be involved in. But I'm seeing such impressive flashes of improvement from Ridge Holland yeah. that like this whole thing is developing him as it's supposed to do when you work with people more experienced than yourself. So it's nice to watch that happen too. Yeah, uh, the Brawling Brutes dominate early. Obviously, they're taking on Sami Zayn during that por- por- mm. portion of the match. Solo Scott is not going to be getting beaten down <laughs> by them. Um, Sokoa makes a blind tag. Uh, he takes over, just starts wrecking him, mainly Butch, uh, isolates him on this side of the ring. Uh, Jimmy Uso gets involved, cheap shots Butch. He fights back, takes out Zayn uh, with a running knee, and then there's a distraction, and Sokoa just batters Butch with a clothesline from behind to take us to break. When we come back, uh, Butch makes his comeback, catches Sokoa with a DDT, tries to get to the corner. Zane tags in, cuts him off, but eventually he breaks free, gets to Ridgeboy Holland, and yeah, this was just a real shining example mm. of how much he's come along. He runs wild. Sokoa comes in, though, and catches him with a pop-up Samoan drop. Um, <laughs> Ridgeboy Holland and Solo Sokoa, the only two blokes who I believe could have an even headbutt fight, yeah. <laughs> uh, have that, and they both collapse um, Jay distracts uh, Zayn rolls up Butch for a near fall Zayn goes for the halluva kick in the corner Butch gets out of the way goes up to the top rope um, and then you realise that Sami Zayn's actually alright he's yeah. playing a bit of possum mm-hmm. he's, re- he's like here we go because I think Butch maybe got distracted going up top. So he's had a split second. And you're showing it as well. Yeah. It's then they're not subtle about like, it. And yeah. Jump off here. Come on, yeah. put my knees up or whatever he's going to do. But just as he's about to, I think, moonsault or something onto him, uh, Zane is pulled out of the ring by Jey Uso. He's like, what are you doing, Jay? Jay's like, I'm helping you. You said to help. He's like, no, it's a dumb help. <laughs> you're ruining everything. Um, so Koa... Takes out Butch, and Sammy's like, that's how you help. <laughs> um, and then he's on the outside going, what the fuck are you lads playing at? Anyway, Holland just comes in, takes out uh, Jay, takes out Solo Sakura. Uh, Zane's like, oh, bloody hell, what a load of bollocks. Gets in the ring, of course, immediately gets small, small packaged by Butch. One, two, three. What a tremendous bit of business this was. A superb television match in terms of building the... Um, separate parts of the Bloodline Brawling Brutes feud, as we talked about. This is why he's... Triple H has stolen more stables, more matches, more combinations, like more satisfying con- like mini conclusions before you set up the bigger stories. So this match was really great on its own steam. Solo Sokoa continues to be absolutely tremendous. What a fantastic call-up and what a fantastic usage of that call-up as well. Mm-hmm. He's being, uh, you're only getting the shine from him, basically. I don't mean in the traditional wrestling sense. I just mean all you're getting is a big spotlight on the things he can do without mm-hmm. worrying about the stuff he can't until he catches up. Ridge Holland, another great night for him. Uh, I love the Brawling Brutes. Uh bloodline chemistry already and I want more of it and obviously when it gets to the two big leaders we're not even close to Seamus just once being like I'm fucking sick of you Roman I'm already excited for that and that Mm -hmm. just lingers underneath all of this Um, and the finish was just so great for how elaborate it had to be I was so impressed yet again with the remarkable arrangement of all the key players in this Sami Zayn it's getting underreported that Sami Zayn can take a million pinfalls 
because you're having somebody that you can beat who remains at the the like the heart and the co- the central core of this storyline, mm-hmm. and he's the one that can get pinned over and over again. And Bec- yet we'll still buy that he could probably become world champion. That's exactly it. Those two things shouldn't coexist, and yet they do. Uh, Solo Sokoa's record remains unblemished. The detail that they continue to go to in these Sammy and Jay miscommunications. I was pre- I really like the Raw one in the Riddle match. Mm-hmm. And the, the work they put in to making this make just enough sense for the stuff that has to follow, I think is, well, it's crucial. It's crucial to the integrity of all the characters. We've said this before in, in the segment that we're about to talk about and gush over. One of the reasons why these are so successful is that you have to believe everybody in the ring. You have to accept the motivation of what they're all doing. And certainly you believe that they were feeling one thing as the segment rolled on, and we'll get to that. Mm. But when these characters are not pissing themselves laughing at how funny all this content <laughs> is. You have to understand the individual motivations, and you do every single time. I, I could not have... Uh, the only way I could have loved this more is if it was the next segment. Yes, exactly. That, that's that's how good this was. So they're arguing in the ring, uh, uh, Sammy and, and Jay, of course, and then Jimmy gets involved and takes Sammy's side. Amazing. The brothers square off. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. And then all of a sudden we hear... No, oh, sorry, we hear... Uh, <laughs> Jesus Christ. Sorry, no, we actually hear. <laughs> Sister Abigail's here. No, uh, very Steve Austin threat this, but I'm going to shove that up your ass. You keep on. So Roman Reigns' music hits. Oh my God, a huge prepared for the ages. Uh, and uh, obviously it takes about 20 minutes to get in. I reckon they could do an entire show on this. I want to watch it. It's a bit like when Jade Cargill threatened to take Rampage hostage. I was like, yes, please, it's better than the card. I want to see if Roman can try it. So on an FS1, why would you not? Exactly. You know you're going to lose the night. Exactly. Uh, so Roman's walking to the ring, he's walking to the ring, he's walking to the ring, he's, the break. <laughs> he's still walking to the ring. I think he gets in the ring by the time we come back from the break, to be fair. Uh, and uh, he says, uh, St. Louis, acknowledge me. Oh and there's literally a guy on the front row, rewind it, that's me. He's like, yeah, I acknowledge you, daddy. Basically. Like laughing and crying and clapping. Oh. Ah. And then he says, uh, he says, thank you for acknowledging me. Now I should acknowledge something. The massive fucking elephant in the room. Yep. And he says, since you, t- he doesn't even call them by the names. Since you two want to fight like kids, I'm going to treat you like kids. We're going to resolve this now. Sammy Zane's like, <laughs> all right, my dog. <laughs> <laughs> Gets the mic and says, it's, a bit it's, a- it's on a high wire at this point, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. He says, uh, there's a bit of tension, I've noticed, between me and Jay. He <laughs> says, I don't know why you don't like me. I've always liked you. I get on with, oh, I get on with, I get on with Jimmy. I get on with Solo. <laughs> uh, I get on with everyone except you, Jay. And I don't know why. Whatever I've done, I apologize. Here, shake my hand. We've, shake my hand. We've all been, um, we've all been dickheads in rows knowing what we're doing. And that's what's so great about this Sammy character because he, as beloved as he is becoming, if you pull all of this away, He's still the infiltrator. Yeah. And he's still that guy way back in April that was still wearing his like Che Guevara stuff, having lost the Jackass crew, looking for some respect. Yeah. He's still that. And he's like, I don't know what I'm done, but I'm so what, sorry. It's what <laughs> could possibly be the reason? <laughs> anyway, uh, Jay says, get your motherfucking hand out of my face. <laughs> uh, he says, I hate you, basically. I hate your stupid hair. I hate your face. I hate your shirt. He says, do you know why I won't accept you in the bloodline? Because you're not fucking blood. That's why I've bled for this team. You haven't even bled for this team. Blah, blah, blah. I love the incredulous. And nobody else is talking about it. Like, he's really losing it. He's like, like, I feel like I'm taking crazy pills. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, so he's like, hey, hey. Hey, my dog. <laughs> says, I don't know why you're yelling at me, Jay. Look, we're just trying to resolve this. The tribal chief says, 
you know, he wants us to sort this out. The tribal chief wants I'm getting, peace. I'm getting so excited. I don't give a damn what the tribal chief says. Oh my, <laughs> oh my God. Oh my God. <laughs> Running around the studio. Like, <laughs> he's flipping chairs, right? WWE, right? There's been times I've had this before, okay, with certain things and certain people that I've had to say, you know what? I'll take the I'll take the L on this one. I was wrong. WWE, hang on, wait a second, wait a second. Well, let's do this. Let's do this properly. Let's if we're gonna do this, let's do this properly. Hang on, where are we? Where is it? Where are you? There we go. WWE production team. Hey, 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 hey! You all right? <sighs> oh my God! Zoom on Roman. Roman's acting, of course. <sighs> Get, leave WWE, go to Hollywood because you deserve an Oscar. And not they just I, I'm, I'm being hyperbolic, of course. Don't calm, calm down, everyone. But the little the head snap and oh. the zoom and the you what? I, I'm gonna I'm gonna I don't know if you saw it. I, like I was abusing the new thing where you can add more than one video yes. rather than pictures. I kind of just gushed as you do when we love right. I just gushed on Twitter. You cannot help it. The, the head snap is impeccable, right? But what is just as good, and you really get this on the 58th viewing, um, <laughs> is how the fans stand. Like, they're physically moved by this. What did he just say? But then, they want to be us at home. They look up. Because there's obviously one of them big, you know, American arena screens. And you just see a bunch of people stand up and then arch the next. So they've, <laughs> so they've had snap too, because they just they need to look at Roman's face. This is... This is the, it's the best story in wrestling for a load of reasons, but this is why. Yeah. Because that is investment. That is money in the goddamn pocket because I want to be in that building too. Yeah. I want to be there for it. I want to be able to tell my friends, oh, you remember the, remember the, the like, Uzi segment? I was there. Yeah. Like, oh my God. And, and this is the star. Yeah. This is the start of it. So, yeah, that happens. <sighs> I mean, if you've not watched it, genuinely... Pause the podcast, go off, go and watch it, then come back. I'm like a pamphlet. I've condensed it neatly if you want it. Like, <laughs> give me some numbers. How good was that now? You've gone off and watched it. So he turns around and he's going to kill Jay. Yeah. He's going to kill him. But Sammy, being the honorary use that he is, says, oh, blah, 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 come on. Yeah. Jay Jay didn't mean it. Um, he's, he's not been himself recently. He's not feeling very oozy. Oh, my God. Right, let's stop there. Hang on a second. Oh, my God. Right, let's be honest. The rest of the show doesn't matter, and a lot of it was a disaster. So if we have to cut no, through... No, that was one thing that I actually absolutely ripped my cock off for a little bit later. I bet you fucking did. But, like, if we have to cut this short for the benefit of giving this the long form, then so be it. Okay. Was it two weeks ago? Uh, I, I, I can't remember if it was only a holiday ones or the three of us rolling together and when Usi was first dropped. Yeah. And we just praised that to the high hill because it was like, Usi, mate, are you taking the piss? Like, the pop that Usi got, and it's like, imagine... Like, it's daring to say that on a week where Roman Reigns was around. So this was like a Christmas and present. And the fact that it comes with all the connotations of Usi Hot. Usi Hot, right? To, yeah. Like, what a Christmas present this was, because not only was it said around Roman, but the sudden realisation that he had to then process the word and potentially repeat it, and every fan in the building picking up on that. Mm-hmm. And from that moment on, like, I, I don't want to yeah. take a dump on your recapping of it, but from that moment, everybody hanging, like they used to with The Rock, when he would, like, put his nose up in the air knowing that is, is Roman Reigns about to say what I think he's about to say? Yeah. And that, like, that tension then was electrifying. I'm getting goosebumps thinking about it now. It was yeah. electrifying them waiting for the single delivery of one word. I want to pick this apart because this is so funny, this whole thing. Like, I don't even know how we do all this justice because of the moving parts and the things. But these are legitimately incredible pro wrestling storyline, de- like storytelling details, whilst everybody's just having 
a blast yeah. watching these guys have a whale of a time out there. Yeah, and as well as that, so I saw Matt Rains' tweet on Friday night. I saw vague bits of Twitter away yeah. all weekend at another wedding. Thank Christ, they're all over. Um, <laughs> and uh, so I sort of knew something big had happened. But every time I was like, no, I don't know, I don't know. And even uh, it, it couldn't possibly have been spoiled for me, this, because I was like, well, something's going to happen with the bloodline. But I, I thought it was going to be good. I didn't think it was going to be this good. Our expectations were high, but holy yeah. Yeah. yeah, exactly. So he's <laughs> not been feeling very oozy. Roman corpses. His fans chant, chant oozy. Yeah. Jey Uso is bleeding from the mouth from biting his <laughs> tongue so hard. Don't, don't crack. Don't crack. He's shaking hands over his face. And you face. know what? I'll give him credit. He didn't crack. You, you and I picked on this. Some people may not have seen it. Yeah. But we've Because we've watched it. <laughs> Hang on. Rewind that. Back into the left. Hang on one second. Rewind that. Rewind that. Jey Uso doesn't laugh. No. He's mm, rubbing his face and come on, do it. Up until Roman Jim, Reigns... Jimmy's gone, by the way. The Jimmy's background. gone, yeah. Hand over his face in the background. Uh, Solo Skoer, fortunately out of shot, because yeah. Christ, what must they Solo wouldn't. Like? Solo's a professional. Um, and Roman Reigns goes to put his arm around him in the most menacing, come here, guy, buddy, sort of thing. And just as Roman's about to bring this back on track... Sammy Zane's. What did he say exactly? He says it gets us all, as in the it being not a cack, but not being like not feeling very oozy. Waking <laughs> up and not feeling oozy. It gets us We've all, all been there. Like Jey Uso looks like he's turning to call him. A, like he's yeah. just dropping. Don't a suit. You do this to me. Ah, oh. so Roman turns that into menace. Yes. No, 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 no. Come back here. Come right back here. Yeah. Forcing his face right back into the glare of the world. And then he says oozy. Is, this, is, this, is that what it is? You're not feeling. Oozy? Oh, oh my God. You better you better sort that out, Jay. You better find your inner Oozy. <laughs> <laughs> most, most, you know, like when Al Pacino like quotes uh, children's riddles yeah. in films. And you're like, oh, only you can get away with this. Anyone else, it'd seem preposterous. I want Roman Reigns to do the CBB's bedtime story now. Oh my god. <laughs> I'll be up in a minute, love. The little boy who wasn't feeling oozy by Sammy Z. And he says, Well look, Jay, <sighs> you better you better find your inner oozy because uh if you don't and uh, I know how much this t shirt pisses you off, I'm gonna I'm gonna get rid of that honorary Sammy's, Sammy's face drops. I'm gonna make Sammy Zayn. A full-blown Uso. So much so, uh, he's going to have to change his name. Dramatic, to dramatic pause. Crowd on the up and up. Say the line, Bart. <laughs> Sammy Uso. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. I mean, oh, the... Um, uh, and I remember the date because it was the Bray Wyatt. The first Bray Wyatt tease was September 23rd. The honorary youth segment, the September, September 23rd, you were like, in this game especially, you were marking it down. It's like, well, that's the best WWE segment of the year, isn't it? Yeah. Like, they haven't got anything better in them. Uh, they did. They do. It was this. Jesus like Christ. If, that, if, you look like, if you look like a kid at Christmas when he got the honorary youth t-shirt, he looked like a kid that had had 10 Christmases combined well, when he said that line. Sammy Uso, if only even for a week, right? Like, imagine all the old Sammy's in merch. You lay on him. Yeah, I lay on him. You repackage him as like all his old merchandise. You know the underdog from the underground, the Uso dog from the underground. 
like, my dog from yeah, the underground. Like all the old Sami Zayn stuff, but just with like like all the sort of Samoan bloodline decor and all that kind of thing. so Like Roman introducing Sammy to his tattooist. To be like, when are we going to start? Because remember the tattoo, it's got to like, describe the moments of your body. And like, there's a great gag actually in uh, Moana. You see Moana? I have. I've watched it 48,000 times. Um, and there's a really funny gag where like the tattooist is working on one of the young lads and it's like, he's a teenager and he, he's just in physical agony. He's like, ah! And it, the, the tattoo's like, nearly done, nearly done. And it's like a tiny square on a shoulder <laughs> piece that's going to be half of his body. That with Sammy. Yeah. And Jay just looking on. Uh, appalled at the prospect of this. This was, I am running out of superlatives to describe how effective these segments are, but away from everybody pissing themselves. And that is, and do you know what, right? A little detail on the corpsing. Corpsing is funny. Yes. And blooper reels of shows that you love are sometimes as enjoyable to watch as the shows themselves. But there is, in my opinion, one thing better than just a complete break of a character within that. It's the corpse that the person just about gets back under control. Mm-hmm. Lisa Kudrow, once you've seen a friend's blooper reel, you know sometimes when a scene has just completely broken it and she's just about got through one that made the final cut and she's the worst slash best for it mm-hmm. because there are times when like a face grins at something an actor's done and then she gets back on track. And when you've watched Friends enough time, that's another thing that you just you rewatch and rewatch. Gervais uh, extras corpse in real. Yeah. It's my favourite thing. Um, there's a one in The Office where... Um, Michael insists on being Santa and Kevin sits on his lap. Yeah. And you can see characters and Andy Bernard has to slide behind the set because he's shaking. But the rest of them are like, you just see the lines of them out, like just trending upwards and then just holding it again because they've supposed to deadpan it. They did that here. Like Jey Uso showed quite remarkable actor's dexterity to hold himself together in the way that he did, even when he was losing it. Like his hand going over his face. When the camera is, imagine like how big the WWE camera is. Yeah. It's right there in your face, closer than you and I now in this small studio. And he's just having it. And then Roman's pulling him back in the middle to just eat hey, it. Hey, 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 I just, I was like howling at this. We discussed this over the desks this morning. Not that they are barometers for wrestling or it's just an anecdotal thing that me and you both have this thing sometimes where it's like, I'll show my wife this. Yeah. The September 23rd segment, I showed my wife it because, and it didn't need much context. She was able to get who the people were, but I was just like, this is funny. Like Anna Louise loved it. Yeah, yeah. And and I could tell she was like really invested at the time. And then over the weekend we had this thing where like she showed me something from like Tony Adams from Strictly Come Dancing. <laughs> and like that was this is just her thing she was watching and it, it, she'd done the full Monty dance and it had made her laugh. And it all like chuckled all along. I was like, that's pretty funny. I know who Tony Adams is. And she was like, I thought you might want to watch this. And I was like, right, ones each then. I think you might want to watch this. Mm-hmm. And she remembered all the characters because they're clearly really well drawn and she remembered the Honor Reeves t-shirt and now he gets to wear it. Said, oh, he's still part of the family, is he? Yeah, yeah. More so than he was before, in fact. For now. <laughs> and then she absolutely pissed herself laughing mm. at the at the first Usi. And I think it's because she was watching Roman Reigns. And he, at this point, is so magnetic. And it's like you say this, like, we, we don't know. But these Hollywood chops that he appears to be showing. Yeah. God damn. Like, she popped at the... I, I don't care about the Tribal Chiefs. So it's like, right, hang on. My wife, who's seen two segments, is now completely understand of Tribal Chief role. <laughs> she gets this character 100,000%, knows who Sami Zayn is, knows why Jey Uso is livid. Like, I put it to her. I was like, imagine we're just making the kids fight it out. That's mm. why he's got his back turned. And the, the, again, the way it was presented, produced. Oh, my God. Like, uh, it, 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 this is why it invites you to fantasy book. This is why um, it kind of, all of a sudden, WWE find themselves with, right, 
dream Roman Reigns opponent if his schedule clears The Rock dream fantasy booking opponent if the title's going to be on the line and we're finally going to end the title story Cody Rhodes mm-hmm. what a 1A and what a 1B for Wrestlemania Night 2 the, the best WWE have had armed in years mm-hmm. how about f*** all of that <laughs> Sami Zayn like <laughs> that, that is what, and we know probably that that's not going to be the destination but it's yeah. okay it's okay to think that now because if and when the time comes where it is a tag match that's going to feel just as good exactly if yeah. not better because it's going to be him and his real friend all along and that's the and you actually think he might win the title yeah and then they probably will and that's like so that will be just as good, if not better. What you might have, and I think this is interesting, is the conversation shifts from, uh, ah, it's going to be the Esos and Zayn and Owens. That could be the night one main event. That's where the narrative changes, yeah. because this is so big. It's like, well, how do we give this the platform it deserves if it is Roman and Cody or Roman and Rock? Well, that's how, is because that match means that much, because how much time have we given to this? And one final thing before we move on. Because after this, Heyman just went, yeah, watch Ground Jewel, Logan Paul. They were totally out of time, weren't they? You could tell it was like he'd exactly. been told, I'd break in six seconds, Paul. Got you. <laughs> uh, but more on that a little bit later because it's, it's not over. Oh, my God. Yeah. Um, probably for the first time, because I've enjoyed the the like digital exclusive stuff that they've done with, with Sammy. And oh, the, that was a good the one then, wasn't it? Yeah. <laughs> this is the best thing they've had since, well, since Sammy popping Becky Lynch. As part yeah. of the, the mixed match challenge, since obviously the iconics just being mint. Sami Zayn is sat backstage and he's being interviewed with the with the rest of the uh, the with Usos and Solo there, and uh, and you know, Jay Uso's like, "You're not getting me on this one. Mm. I am. Um, I can hate you." <laughs> and Sammy's to be in Sammy, and then he's like, uh, "We're gonna go. Well, yeah, we're gonna go out for a meal now. I think." Uh, Waffle House. <laughs> Jay Uso's face suddenly goes, you know what, Sammy? I think I think you uh, you can be an honorary use. It's incredible the fact the way he suddenly goes, wait a second, is this, is this guy an absolute fucking legend? <laughs> yeah. Go and watch it. Yeah, tremendous. The bloodline is the best thing in wrestling right now, bar none. Yeah, it yeah, it is. And I don't um I don't think it's weird, right? Because I still think there's such a you know, WWE's pretty hideous as a company. And there's such a thing around their neck that it's almost like it still sometimes feels a bit dirty for some people to ha- like to say that, I think. Mm-hmm. And for just for WWE to have something that is, especially because even when the thing you liked, especially in the last three years, the thing that you might like the most that was happening in WWE, I was a big proponent of Sasha and Bailey. But imagine that going on at the same time as like Page and Omega and just pandemic AEW in general. Mm. There was a hard argument to have to, like trying a war to wage to say, yeah, this is better than that, this is better than that. Because I had about six things that were better than it. And I think it's a difficult um, idea to imagine that WWE might have the best thing. But I think the priest in the pudding, I think you watch this and it's it's a joyous, joyous 12 million watch. views across social media in the first 24 hours this did. And I'm not surprised because it's just so, it's such a satisfying viewer experience. I don't want to tread on Sidgwick's toes for the Rampage review, but I'm watching Rampage week after week and getting angry with myself. <laughs> I'm like, it's an hour. Hey, uh, Rampage, you get more sucky? It's, it's an hour's wrestling, and I'm so furious with how terrible it is. And to be honest, I've not got a lot of nice things to say about this. <laughs> the rest of this SmackDown to come either. And you don't want those feelings. This is how good wrestling is supposed to make you feel. Mm. I, was it about a year ago when I was like, at the top of every Dynamite review, I was like, please, for the love of God, drink this in, mm. soak it up, because I promise you it doesn't last forever. And when it's gone, Christ, you will miss it. Mm. I didn't expect it to come true so quickly. <laughs> but like... This is what I, this is what I, this is why I'm on the hook for 32 years and counting. Ultimately, because every week I chase this dragon. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices 
down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, to get 20, 20, 20, to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash spoken today. Roundabout Season 2, presented by Nissan, is live now. And we're back to share more stories from the road and the memories made along the way. We're talking rest stops. If we're stopping to get gas, you will be timed. Misguided plans. I grew up in the city, so I have like, you know, a healthy fear of Real extreme darkness. <laughs> a lot of laughs. Y'all weird, but you, yeah, you, you were different. And so much more. Listen and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. Right, let's talk about the rest of this show. Oh, God, uh, do we have to? Well, no, it's not for as long. We've got, we've got a meeting <laughs> in half an hour, so we can just wrap this up. Uh, Viking Raiders banging on about Valhalla. They'll yep. show up soon, eventually, probably. How does uh, do was he drinking petrol or what? Because when you spat water, the flames got bigger. So what are we? What are we doing here? Is he Ricky oh, the Dragon Steam? Uh, <laughs> cool. uh, then it was uh, the New Day versus Maximum Male Models. Uh, shout out to uh, Marseille uh, <laughs> for his excellent moustache. It begins tomorrow, Hamlet. Oh God, yeah, of course. I will be doing November. Much to my wife's chagrin, again this year, and uh, it's going to be spectacular. Do you know what? So we don't step on each other's dicks. Here is my last ever plug for my Great North Run sponsor <laughs> form, because I think that form's going to close any day now, and I might drop a tweet about this later on today as well. Last day of like, October, because November starts, and then it's absolutely your time. Donate to Adam Wilborn, because my God, does he look hideous for a month <laughs> and like he takes this thing out in public and his wife has to suffer it and all sorts um we do videos sometimes and what my twitter header is from a november yes. and it's a, fo- it's a picture i love of the three of us but unfortunately it's stuck in the middle of november <laughs> donate to him you got one last day to donate yeah. to me i'll stick a link out later on uh this was um very brief the new day are obviously just getting some wins back so they can be legitimized when challenging the usos because that's a really good storyline about them trying to defend their world record for tag team title reign. It is, but I could do with it feeling a bit less fake. I think at the moment it's a bit, oh, like, gone off caring about your tag belts this week, have you? Yes. Like, this should be, like, I know they need a fun loving and I know that it's easy for them to pick up easy Ws on SmackDown, but I think I need more from their side of it. That video from the other week with Paul Heyman narrating was the best this angle got. So now it's really time for the New Day to lock in a little bit. So this feels inevitably when it does take place as big as it could do like the uh, Rick Martel Tyler Breeze mentions as well in the little inset oh yeah they, they were great uh, yeah they isolate Mansoir Maxine distracts everyone and that allows Maxine male models to take they, they, this is their job now they they yeah. lose matches in relatively short order but they do oppose and it pops me every time still yes. um, Kingston comes I think, in by the way I think New Day should hand Solo Sokoa his first loss in a tag match with Sammy and they'd be, they're the last defenders against they're like getting a title shot 
Oh, okay. Because you got to have a match that matters. There was this thing in Raw in the 90s where, like, Vince would sort of, and Austin, I'm sending you to the bottom of the ladder. you got to face the Brooklyn Brawler, or the Rockwood, however, and they'd face the Brooklyn Brawler, and then it was like, right, now you get a title shot again. <laughs> Is that how the rankings work here? So give them some serious competition to beat. Yeah, in the end, uh, Kingston drops Mansoir off the top, hit splashes him, new day, midnight hour, one, yeah. two, three. Yeah, I just, I like I say, serious competition now because we haven't got long. Three mm. weeks or something. Uh, then we are backstage with, Hey, Kayla! Uh, who's asking whether Sonia Deville is going to be the one to answer Ronda Rousey's open challenge. And she says, well, certainly won't be Liv Morgan because she sucks. <laughs> In comes Liv Morgan. They brawl. She's She's gone crazy. Yeah. Oh, you didn't, yeah, you didn't say this. this, this same thing happened two weeks ago and last week. She talked backstage. She got her ass handed. Oh, so this was nice. And I was like, oh, cool. They're brawling. Yeah, they've, that's, that's happened. Oh, okay. They had a match that Not got, for me. got thrown out. It's very fresh, in my yeah. opinion, this. The, the building up to next week, I know it was on like the spoiler, potentially spoiled edition taped SmackDown. It was like, hey, that match two weeks ago didn't get a finish. You get the match again. And this time, it might get a finish. <laughs> yeah, reset stuff. This uh, Braun Strowman cuts a promo on Omos. Um, I love this. Speaking of YouTube numbers, because uh, he says, you know, well, there's always bigger fish. You know, he's, he's bigger than me, obviously, but mm. he's not stronger. Oh, we got a highlight package of Braun being mint, pulling down trons and flipping trucks. Yeah. Spoiler for the raw preview. This is exactly what Omos needs to do. To something like that tonight. 100%. I am so on the hook for this. I take my kids to a fire. I don't have to. I get to. Take my kids to a fireworks display on November the 5th. And uh, Crown Jewel will take place right around the time we're out watching the fireworks and the bonfire and all that. Typically with these Crown Jewel shows, it was great because I can come in. It's like the kids are in bed. And then it's like, oh, fiend time. Like <laughs> right in for the main event. I've missed nothing. I'm going to have to go back to watch the show from the start because I'm mad. This isn't going to be the main event, but Christ, am I into it? Yes. Like I really, really want to watch this. Yes. And uh, good news, everyone. <laughs> Daddy's back with the streaming. Hey, oh, I wish I could join you. I'm on the stream on Saturday night. Crown Jelly. And I'm bringing my jelly with me. Uh, I right, Ronda Rousey's open. You watching it? Ronda Rousey's open challenge next. Uh, she comes out, cuts a promo. She's a fighting champion, but you don't recognise that. Only the greats can recognise greatness. You're too mediocre to even know what you're looking at. All right, who feels lucky? Emma mm. is back. Emma returns to WWE. Non-existent Pierre. <laughs> Which I thought was awful, because I really like Emma. She deserves so much more uh, than this reaction that they gave her. Uh, I think she's a great uh, addition to the women's roster within WWE, and I thought it was just a weird way to bring her back mm. in, because she got dominated early on. She fought back. Uh, Rousey's beating her up around ringside. She goes after her, and then Emma moves, and Rousey crashes into the steps. And as they get back in, Emma puts uh, Rousey in the tarantula. Yeah. Nice to see that on again. Uh, flying crossbody gets her a near fall. Rousey takes back over, mocks Emma a bit. Um, that fires Emma back up. Then Rousey takes her down with an ankle lock. Emma breaks free and hits a great wheelbarrow suplex where Ronda's like, <laughs> and she goes over. Um, but then the referee has to get out of the way. They're you know, just kind of going at her accidentally. Um, and Jessica Carr, I think it was, gets out of the way and misses Rousey, raking the eyes of Emma because she's a cheating bastard. <laughs> uh, hits the Piper's pit, puts her in the armbar and gets the submission victory. Uh, I don't know what to make of this. I thought Rousey was remarkably good playing um, the heel bully here. Yeah. Because I didn't think much, I, like I generally don't think much of the each and every one of you that Ronda's asked to do. She doesn't believe, she doesn't feel very convincing. I watched Ronda Rousey in UFC because she was a reason for me to watch. She radiated incredible heel charisma 
when it was in the real setting. Mm -hmm. So when she's asked to be scripted WWE heel, I don't really believe it. And yet within the match, yes. as you say, the wheelbarrow suplex is a great example. There was loads of that physical charisma that she was able to show that I rated a great deal. In terms of an Emma return, oof, I don't know. I'd have really... If they're committed to... Maybe this is a reverse of what's actually going to happen. If they're committed to Emma as the all-about-me Emma with the glasses and the little gloves and that, I'd have probably brought her back as the Bubbles dancing Emma and have Ronda destroy that one. Like, quiet night. I've been gone. Ignore, ignore where I was, being to Neil Dashwood. I'm Emma, popping bubbles again. Boop, 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 boop. And then Ronda just decimates her. Like, me and Maury would talk about it over the desk. Emma puts her arm out for the dance and Ronda grabs it and snaps it. That's <laughs> a cool spot. And then maybe that brings this Emma back. Maybe they're reversing that. I agree. Maybe Emma has come back as this Emma. And it's like, oh, that didn't go so well. Should I just be nice again? And like kind of a reverse, well, a guy we're going to come to in a bit LA night of just like, oh my God. give people that version. They'll be like, actually, should we just give people what they want? That, or, that Emma was over and Vince really screwed it up. Or a motivation for just her to be like, I came back and I was being the Emma that you all want me to be. And I'm still going to be like that, but I'm just going to be a heel again now. I, I just think it's, you create work for yourself, having somebody get murked in their return slash yeah. debut. It's like, it's a hard, you know, and it wasn't exactly Karen Cross season to Jeff Hardy, but it was far from a good night for her. Mm. The match wasn't... Great to see her back in WWE, though. Theoretically, yeah. I hope it goes well. Uh, I'm going to talk about this now because uh, I, I want to talk about it now. Um, it's a couple of segments, but then Ronda Rousey's walking backstage oh, and who should yes. walk up? But the Shayna Baszler that I recognise. Yeah. Shayna Baszler comes up and says, hey, congratulations on your win. This is what we've been campaigning for, Hamlet." And, uh, hey, congratulations on your win, blah, blah, blah. Oh, Emma's, Emma kind of sucks. Mm -hmm. uh, and Natalia comes in and goes, oh, yeah, you're lucky. Because if I'd have answered your open challenge, I'd have beaten you. And Shane is like, mm, time, time to uh, snatch the life right out of you, I think. Grabs her, chokes the fucking life out of her. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, my God. All the buttons there. Oh, my God. That's the Shane of Baszler I want to see. This is brilliant. They this, fixed her. This is brilliant. It was great that it was Natalia because anyone, like, this, to reward anyone that gives the tiniest of tosses that these were tag partners, yes. I thought was really, like, yes. idiots like us that have to oh. remember that the, these makeshift teams that get put together, of all the women to pick, she was the right one. There were a bunch of people that um, Shayna Bay's looking Merc backstage, like, hey, Rhonda, should we just do this all the time? But, right. Like, what's that, like, friendship ended with Natalia? Ronda Rousey is my old new yes. best friend. Great. Like, really, really great. This is now finally established. This is what they were teasing. So this wasn't just plucked out of thin air. They dropped this hook a few weeks ago. Great. On we go. Like, let... And Ronda, by the way, like, it does... It, like, she did cheat a little bit to win. So mm -hmm. her having a heater and Shayna Baszler and the two of them being unstoppable is... Well, there's a reason why we fancast mm. this, because it would be really fun. Exactly. Uh, speaking of women's wrestling, Bianca Belair, Bailey, last woman standing match at Crown Jewel. And it's going to be Usos against uh, the Brawling Brutes. Yeah. Uh, at Crown Jewel as well. Um, Jay Uso wants to speak to Roman Reigns, and Paul Heyman says, I'll deal with it. Not I'll take care of it. Yeah. Uh, we'll come back to that a little bit later, because then it was time for Legada del Fantasma versus Hit Row and their mystery uh. partner. And they've got friends in high places. <laughs> He's all over the place at the moment. He is. The newest member of Hit Row, Shinsuke Nakamura. <laughs> okay. What? What? Um, I mean, if this gets boogs in, does that get you back on board with Hit Row? Uh, <laughs> um, yeah, they get in the ring, beef up, pump kicks, Vega, yeah. the brawl, the mat, and then eventually the match starts during the break. Um, Vega interferes to allow the heels take over, and Legado isolate Ashanti the Adonis. Eventually, though, Nakamura tags in and just takes out Wild and Cruz del Toro. Nakamura and Santos Escobar get in there together. More of that sort of thing. Yes, please. Hmm. 
Nakamura takes over, does that thing where he slides under the bottom rope and German suplexes uh, Escobar, who's stuck in the ropes as well. Um, Top Dollar comes in and takes out Wild and Del Toro with that mad move where he's got one on his chest and one on his like, yeah. world's strongest slam. And uh, what was Thingy's finisher? Uh, well, he called it the world's strongest wasteland. Wade himself it. called it that That's this week, didn't he? He was buzzing with that. You could almost hear the boom underneath his voice getting to call that. Uh, <laughs> top Dollar um, runs, well, walks the top rope and takes out Escobar with a forearm. Drops wild. Nakamura hits him with a Kinshasa. One, two, three. Zelina Vega's stable streak continues. Hated. Every time she has a new stable, they lose their first match. Hated this, man. Nakamura had a pretty good night and good as well because he was obviously in celebratory mood this weekend. The mood, you know, kids mood. Oh, I didn't like the Forbidden Door being open a few months back, but all of a sudden, I kind of like it. <laughs> it sucked before because I didn't know any of the people, but now I'm like, oh, I know all about the great matches. So. I did not, you know, like 2022. Didn't have that on the bingo card like every other week. There's a thing like <laughs> my 2023 one's already started and it's got Adam Wilborn, Noah Truth there. Like, <laughs> Oh, yeah, what are we doing? Are we doing another stream, guys? <laughs> I think an explainer? American and a Japanese crossover is a good thing now. You're going to do an explainer video for Murray? Mm. Like the <laughs> we need to know now it's good. <laughs> it was bad a while, while back. Now, good. Now I know the two wrestlers, and it's a novelty match. It's yeah. A, yeah, they've fixed it. And then I'll hate it again when Sting tags with me. <laughs> That simple. I don't know anyway, yeah, Nakamura was in the mood, which is nice, and he had to be because the psychology of this was they've basically been superpowered by his involvement with the team. Because otherwise, why is this 50 50 already? Mm. Like the hit row got their asses kicked in a couple of minutes by uh, the Legados with ease. And I know they had a numbers advantage, but they like the, the baby faces having numer- numerical parity shouldn't have made it this much of a breeze. <laughs> like on your new dominant heel stable, I thought this was bad booking, and I thought the top dollar. Um, Michael Cole said it was like, uh, Lucha moves from top down. I was like, do not work me. Do not take the piss yeah. out of me with this. Stood on the top of the road for ages, uh, do, like working his own spot with a yeah. count. Ugh, ugh. Didn't like I this. think choreographed wrestling is a good thing now. I didn't like it. Um, <laughs> and then Friday, I thought, you know what? It is, it is a good thing. For, uh, Ooh, baby, do you know what that's worth? Yeah, rubbish. This was terrible. The only saving grace I thought with this was, A, it's hilarious that our Zelina Vega... Uh, stable thing is, oh, is continuing. Fire up the podcasts again, yeah. But also, um, the only thing that I went, oh, I'm going to allow this because I really like Legado del Fantasma, and I'm I'm just praying yeah, that yeah. this is just a blip. Is they have the excuse of like, well, you didn't win, Hitro. Shinsuke Nakamura won. Yeah. He hit the Kinshasa. Without him, we beat you. Can we? And he can't be there for you every week, basically. Can we just keep going where this is like an NXT special where they're trying to run a ratings what where they just keep adding main roster people to their stables until it's like a ten on ten or something? One game for Friday, isn't it? The, the we don't have brand supremacy anymore. We've got stable supremacy. It's a fifteen on fifteen Royal Rumble. You're either Hit Row or Legado. Plus, Melo's nowhere near Hit Row, so that's good. Yeah. Yes, actually, small mercy. All of a sudden, the segment was good. Actually, yeah. <laughs> um, speaking of things, we don't have to um, decide whether it was good or not because it was uh, sensational. Paul Heyman is in the in the back, and he's like. Sorry to bother you, Tribal Chief. I don't know what he's doing. I think he was just on his phone doing like Wordle or something. <laughs> Sorry to bother you, Tribal Chief, but we, I need to show you something. And it's footage of Logan Paul yeah. doing his boxing training um, and looking great at it as he, as he does because he's a phenomenal athlete. Um, and he says, look, he he only needs one shot yeah. in the words of JLS. To make it count. He's going to eat, you know, if he, if it's a lucky punch. He's got to punch his chance, which mm-hmm. is a, a phenomenal storyline beat, I've, I've thought, from the moment they introduced this. And Reigns is like, Paul, he's had two matches. <laughs> it's like, yeah, but he won both of them. Yeah. Um, and he says, yeah, 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 but I found out from, he does this whole spiel about going for a meal with someone and finds out that Logan Paul 
is Lex Luger. Yeah. <laughs> he broke his hand training for boxing. He now has a steel plate in it. So if he connects with one punch, he might. And there's this whole bit where Heyman's like, look, you know, it's a bit like Brock Lesnar. Loved that. Not that, not that, not that he could be you. Oh, oh, Brock Lesnar. Imagine a situation around with like, that's like having, that's like, like your ex being in the room yeah. or something, isn't it? And how like that, the mere name, the mere mention. Big pump? Yeah. No, 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 not like that. Yeah. Not, like, not as good as you. Yeah, it's, it's, it's only his third match, but Brock Lesnar won the UFC title in his third match. But uh, not that he's uh, not that he's as good as Brock Lesnar, and not that Brock Lesnar is as good as you. And for the second time this show, you're kind of like, oh my God, Jesus Christ, what's somebody done? What's somebody, Sammy, get in there, fix this. Fix this, Sammy Use. Like, I like this was brilliant. This was brilliant. We were talking about this over the desk this morning because we're complete marks. Uh, I wasn't, I loved the presentation of it. Uh, Logan. Roman, press conference, boxing. We're in this era of like novelty boxing, aren't we? Being yeah. the thing that sells pay-per-views. Jake so like, Paul versus Anderson Silver at the weekend. Yeah. Jake like, Paul won again. I saw, Fight KSI, please. I saw like the, like at this point, the nightmare fuel commentary duo of Ariel Hawani and Mora Ronaldo and imagined like, imagine when that would have been like really super cool. Kind of weird now. Um, anyway, the that was what they were leaning into. And then I don't think people really... I say people. I can't speak for anybody. I didn't particularly feel like I was that invested. Once I seen the press conference, I was like, yeah, but it's still Roman. I was actually speaking like Roman. I was like, yeah, he's had two matches. Don't, mm. don't patronise me with this. Now, uh, super-powered robot fist, is it? <laughs> like, and look, I was a kid. I was eight years old when Lex Luger was being told, this is so great, that he had to wear like a thin material elbow pad. And that, appa- <laughs> that apparently stopped the metal like implant- implants in his elbow and his forearm and all that. So I totally bought it. So I can absolutely buy this. Here we are. Roman Reigns is going to take a punch to the face and he's going to go down like a sack of sh- And that's going to be a really mm. hot two count. Like, I mean, I'm completely in. This is way more daft pro wrestling, sports entertainment, silliness. And it's absolutely where they should be with this match because Roman somehow, either through cheating, through the help of the bloodline, Sammy might not be there for some reason. Hmm. Um, <laughs> but the rest of the bloodline, whatever. Solo again, maybe stepping up for him. Uh, surviving like the onslaught. And you can even you can already see him like, re- like mm. selling the dislocated jaw off the back of how hard this punch was and living to tell the tale. It's the best, it's the best use of Logan Paul as a challenger. Yeah, absolutely. Love it. Uh, and Kyla is backstage with LA Knight. Yeah! Uh, and in comes Ricochet to call him La La Knight. And I was like, oh no, they've... They've put a goat in with the with the, <laughs> with the Velociraptor or whatever it is, uh, and he says when someone's head gets as big as yours, uh, you're gonna get the head knocked off. And LA Knight says, hey, "I've got a big head because I'm God gift of wrestling." Yeah, I love him. He's the best. Yeah, this is really good. Um, this will be. What's really helpful is that this is a really good pairing because I think LA Knight needs a great match to like show people that there's more than just the, the patter. I'd be a little bit worried if I was Ricochet because you ran your mouth uh, against Solo and Sammy and you got the absolute living shit kicked out of you, mate. And there was no sort of comeback for that, was it? Like, we're all sort of going, hey, these matches are good and it's nice to see Ricochet again in a bit of air time. I feel like the same thing's going to happen again. He's ran his mouth a bit and now night's going to hand him his ass. Yeah, it's fine. When's the come up? It'll move what was to Punk's R- line? The get back was better than the setback. It's like you're having a lot of setbacks, Ricochet. Just move to Roar and it'll be free. Reset it again. It's fine. Don't worry oh, yeah, about it. Fine. Done. Next tick. Um... Next up, it was Carrying Cross in action against Mad Cat Moss. Um, Moss actually <laughs> took control early on. Yeah. Um, 
Cross takes over, Moss fights back, shoulder blocks him out of the ring, Cross is furious with this. When we come back from the break, he's completely in control, though. Um, slows the pace down, beats him up, um, hits him with a Northern Lights suplex, rolls through into a stiff old clothesline, but Moss fires back up, fights back, um, hits a spine buster for a near fall, hits a series of shoulder tackles in the corner, uh, but then Scarlett jumps up on the apron, distracts Moss, that allows Cross to take over, Sato suplex, the hidden blade forearm thing to the back of the head, one, two, three, post-match, I did like this, post-match, he's won a match that he probably shouldn't have struggled so much in, but regardless, Grabs him, chokes him out, and simultaneously, whilst he's got him in the cross jacket, cuts a promo on Drew McIntyre and says, he put a better fight up than you did, Drew. Um, he's not a coward. He's not a hypocrite. You stand for nothing. I stand for new beginnings. And at Crown Jewel, history's going to repeat itself. TikTok. TikTok. Is this one? It was very pro wrestling um, that he was cutting that promo, but I liked that they kind of came up with something different. I did, and it wasn't turning the whole screen black and white or a contract on fire. I liked they came up with something that was a bit of a unique way to deliver your closing message to Drew McIntyre. You were right, the fact that the match, he did make quite hard work of it, really undermined the message. Yeah. Like, I'm going to kick his ass, I'm going to kick your ass like I kicked his. What, with great difficulty in a match where you needed pepper spray to win the last time? I'm not really <laughs> buying what you're selling here, Carrion. Um, I... I'm not asked remotely about uh, Karrion Cross versus Drew McIntyre in a cage, and that is absolutely WWE's fault. Um, Karrion Cross, regardless of what I believe to be pretty significant negatives, and I, I, I'm not speaking for anybody else, is a act that should be protected in the way that he's presented. Mm-hmm. And I don't think matches like this are remotely helping. I am sick of praising Madcap Moss's 100-mile-an-hour comeback stuff, by the way, because it's a bit like months ago praising Miro's promo. You can only say, like, oh, my God, I love this. This is really good, and then it goes absolutely nowhere. Yeah. Before you kind of stop leasing. Like, it can be good, and you can not care, and that's where I'm at with Madcap Moss now, which is a shame, because he does that thing. Vince McMahon, this, he's doing that, like, grabbing the brass ring, maximize your minutes, all that stuff, and it's apparently for nout. Mm. He's just here to lose a long, protracted squash to carrying cross. So it's a bit like, is he going backstage and getting the attaboy from Triple H? Just keep doing it, mate. Your time mm. will come. Just keep mm. doing that. You know, maybe, but I'm not. I, I can't remain interested or remain on the Madcap Moss bus. Uh, I just, I this current. He's got to beat Drew, but I, he, because of extreme rules, like yeah. you're not the same as me. You're not thinking this is one of them like Brock Lesnar Roman Reigns finishes where where Drew Claymore carrying cross so hard he went through the cage wall. Oh God, it better like not. The, because they sold him out at extreme rules. Yeah, friggin' miss. Like, and not even the retribution kind. <laughs> like, I, I'm, I'm not on the hook for any of it. I don't think the Karrion Cross thing is working. I'd sense that the fans' reactions from most of it are proven that to be true mm. as well. It's not just a subjective thing. Not great. No, not very UC. Down down the rabbit hole being the finisher name allows for a little bit of law, doesn't mm-hmm. it? Considering what came next, we need some fucking law. <laughs> well, what came next was Rey Mysterio saying, I'm really looking oh, forward. Oh, sorry, yeah, oh, God, I blew my own spot because this ruled. I'm really looking forward to Rey Mysterio. <laughs> bet. Being coming and going, you're not. This was. You're dead. This was what everybody wanted, which was the Frosty's advert kit to get chinned before he left the house. It's going to disgrace. It's going to disgrace. Oh, God, I'm really sorry. Bang, dead. Yeah. Not you. Wonderful. I know we've called you the Frosty's kid yeah. before. But, yeah, him, that kid, not even getting to eat his cereal before somebody takes a spoon and claws his eye out with it. Mm. This was Imperium. Going through and rear, we knew this pairing was going to be good. It's a money pairing. It's a shame that it's on the tape show. That's the only thing. It is a shame. It is a shame. It's funny that Ray. 
only taking beatings like this because he can't go near Raw because his son's there being a goth. Son's there being the best luchador in all time. Well, the best, the be- you've got the bloodline on SmackDown and you've got Dominic Mysterio on Monday Night Raw. AEW could never, so there you go. Well, in terms of luchador... <laughs> In terms of Luchador representation, obviously you've got only the Luchador that Eddie Guerrero could have been in Dominic on Raw, and you've got Rey Mysterio and Top Dollar on SmackDown. Yes. Even Get the Dominic into Legado to even the odds against Hit Row. <laughs> That's what I mean, just keep adding. We've got the judgment now, we've got four more. <laughs> right, main event time, it's Bray Wyatt, he's <sighs> going to address his demons, which is like addressing his enemies, I think. Imagine addressing his fiends. So he comes Imagine down. if this was just like The Fiend. He comes down. The, the fans love this. Yeah. I'm still into it. I've got to be honest. I've not sold my stock Arena, in this yet. Yep. Welcome back, Chan. He's, he's clearly you know, still very emotional about all this. Uh, and he says, there's no mask for me to hide behind. No smoke, no mirrors. Uh, this is the real Bray Wyatt. You know, I've been out of control for most of my life. Sometimes my feelings can take me to a dig uh, place. Um, and so other times I don't feel anything at all. Uh, he says, I've done some horrible things. And he goes to continue. And suddenly the lights go out. And on the screen, there's a guy in a creepy mask. That actually works. You got the right one. You got the right there one. There we go. Yeah. Uh, it's, uh, it's Uncle Howdy. He's in a mask. He's yeah. got a hat. He's got a weird tash. He's, <laughs> as, as Adam Nicholas pointed out to me, he looks like a character from Bo Selector. <laughs> he does. Uh, he says, who am I? Uh, I'm the ghost of the man who sold the world. You're a fool. You killed the world. You sent me away, Bray. Um, you know, you're, that's the reason that you're a shell of what you could be. Revel in what you are. You're a liar. You claim not to wear a mask, but that's not true. Bray, you can never hide from your Uncle Howdy. Well, it's funny that because he did a good f***ing job hiding for about the last 10 years without us knowing about Uncle Howdy, considering that we've heard every single other character of this Guy's life, his stupid life, his dad was a tax man and then he grew up and it turns out he killed his dad because Bray White's a different character. There was a point where he had the chassis of a Mercedes but the engine of a tank or whatever it was. <laughs> like, I know quite a fucking lot about Bray Wyatt, thanks very much, and yet Uncle Howdy, never come up, what's that about? Is it because you've just pulled it out of your ass because you need to... said you said, like, he's a character who's been introduced about 10 seasons in. Be like, oh, yeah, this is all... <laughs> <laughs> he's there the whole time. you got a new mask... Got a fiend, have you? Yeah. Got a new mask to sell at Christmas, some fucking idiots. You need to, like... This sort... is seven grand. <laughs> you need to sew something else on a Christmas jumper. Like, all my cynicism aside, like, I'm not... Every time I get really angry about Bray Wyatt, it's because a little bit, it's, I'm angry with myself. Mm. Like, it's my own Uncle Howdy. Like, there I was again, me and Sidge, a couple of weeks ago. I said it on a, I said it out loud, right? I can't take these words back because I put them out into the digital space and it lives on the internet forever. This is WWE's version of Hangman Page. It's a very WWE one, but it's the best I can do. Mm-hmm. No, it's not. It's Uncle fucking Howdy. It's The Fiend. Like, it's, it's, it's The Fiend. It's whatever you want. Well, w- at least he hasn't caused this company to implode, so, you know. Oh, my God. I just, I, I just neck snapped like Roman Reigns there. Now there. Oh. Don't want to tell lies. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Joe. Calm down, everyone. <laughs> oh boy. What? That's the comment section for this. <laughs> is that Frankenstein's monster bird? I don't know. Three of them are good. Okay. Let's see. Let's see what this one is. That's good. Yeah. I've really got to get my money's worth because it sounds like I can only use it today. It sounds like you've done it because the battery's sound like. What's the other one? Train. Okay, yeah. That's Broad Strowman. <laughs> Spooky train. No, so I thought, I thought, sorry, I thought, she's not here yet. I thought, I thought, he, might be coming, he might be turning up later on the Royal Bridge. I thought I saw somebody coming in the door. <laughs> I've got a flight tracker on. He's not back yet. <laughs> I, it's, this did not work for me. Uh, all power to those that it did work for. And this is the thing, right? It's, it's got to be both. It has to be both. You can... I am not going to sit on a podcast or on Twitter for that matter or anywhere and be like, you are an idiot for liking this. If you like it, that is 
cool. Like Bray Wyatt is 100% all invested. WWE are clearly invested yeah. in it. This is happening. Like, and if this is your cup of tea, great. And there will be a load of merch for mm-hmm, you to buy mm-hmm. and a load of more QR codes. Like, it's great. Like, have this. I I could never, as the kids might say. <laughs> like, I just could never. But you're still not, you're not 100% out yet, are you, on this Bray Wyatt character? I'm 150% out. Like, Really? Yeah. Like, uh, do you know why? Right. Let it play out. All right. Okay, I will let it play out. Do you know what's going to happen? Like, so last week, by the way, the pothole here, because Bray Wyatt was like, I'm going to do some terrible, terrible things. Well, who was that? Was that you or was it Uncle Howdy? Because you're wearing a mask. Right, exactly. Right. So so this week, it's not him, it's Uncle Howdy. Yes, I think my thing is, because it's not the the first time I've seen this character, I go, there's going to be some bollocks along the road. Yeah, right. Maybe I'm giving it a bit too much. Let's say Uncle Howdy is like... Stop running from yourself, Bray. It's him. By the way, it's not Barry Wyndham. Like, it's, it's him. Stop running from yourself. You are who you are. And it's like, all right, all right. I get it. You're evil. You're the evil within, so you're going to make him do evil things. And who you are is the man that's going to challenge Gunther for the Intercontinental <laughs> title. <laughs> Surely Uncle Howdy would have a goddamn headlock, Bray. <laughs> Surely Uncle Howdy would have more evil plans. It's like, hey, uh, Bray, if, um, if we draw 26, we got a hell of a chance of winning that Royal Rumble, so you better point at that goddamn sign. I just... I just hey, Ray, uh, kill your opponent, but uh, not right now, because we're in commercial, so... Uh, <laughs> That's it, yeah, I don't Slow think, the pace down a bit. <laughs> I, don't think, I don't think in the Netflix special of the crimes of Uncle Howdy, and then, you won't believe what he made me do in picture in picture. It's just, I just... I cannot buy it. I will watch it. I will laugh at it. Like, I noticed Bray Wyatt was cutting a promo, and I thought, is that law? Am I buying into law? You know, they sh- sometimes shine a light on the map. We mm. really like the Judgment Day one, don't we? The reverse, oh. the reverse shadow effect. Oh, my God. That's enough. That's the last one. Watch this promo back, and I swear to God, there was these little jagged lines that were meant to look like, remember the maggots on the ring? <laughs> like, it felt <laughs> Maybe, like it, it, yeah, felt like it was LTST. Like, yeah. like, there was a bit of movement to the, these little jagged lines. I was like, remember when I did that to Randy Orton, and it didn't make a bland bit of f- difference <laughs> sorry i've given you a lot of work for this one not for me but uh, it's going to sell merchandise out the ass so he's, he's here to stay um, I'll, I'll i'll give it to, i'm still giving it time my end to be perfectly honest but i'll be perfectly honest after that opening to smackdown literally top dollar could have come out and farted into the <laughs> microphone for an hour and a half and i'd have still still gone i think it's about one of the best smackdowns of the year i'll say this remember when we just started doing podcasting and as if it was a gift from the gods like, almost immediately we were given something that was going to define kind of our relationship as, like, on this show and, indeed, the stuff that we'd have fun with over the years. It's like two weeks in and we got Sister Abigail and it was Brain a wedding dress. <laughs> yeah. One of these days, this comes full circle and we get Auntie Howdy. <gasps> Uncle Howdy couldn't be here this week, <laughs> but here's your great Aunt Howdy. Come on, take another bite of the pie. My nephew Bray always loved his pie. <laughs> Georgie, what's her name? George, not George, George Dawes and George Do- oh, um, Marjorie Dawes. Marjorie Dawes, yeah. The Marjorie Dawes of the Bray Wyatt extended wider cinematic universe is going to be Auntie Howdy. <laughs> I'm here for it. Well, let us know your thoughts on SmackDown and uh, how you see you're feeling today on Twitter at WhatCultureWWE. Uh, watch they can follow both of us. You can follow Michael Hamflet at Michael Hamflet. Follow me at Adam Wilburn. Follow us all at WhatCultureWWE. Make sure you subscribe to WhatCulture Wrestling wherever you get your podcasts from. For daily wrestling podcasts, me and Sid will be here later uh, to review AW Ram. Page, Ugh. Uh, <laughs> and uh, we'll all be back to look ahead to Monday Night Raw in a few hours as well. But for now, this has been the SmackDown review. My well, thanks to Michael Hamlet. Thank you for joining us. We will see you soon. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. 
That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Roundabout Season 2, presented by Nissan, is live now, and we're back to share more stories from the road and the memories made along the way. We're talking rest stops. If we're stopping to get gas, you will be timed. Misguided plans. I grew up in the city, so I have, like, you know, a healthy fear of real extreme darkness. <laughs> a lot of laughs. Y'all weird, but you, yeah, you, you were different. And so much more. Listen and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. ACAST powers the world's best podcasts. Here's a show that we recommend. The Real Housewives is a guilty pleasure for most. But if you're looking to not feel guilty about that pleasure, tune in to Everything Iconic with me, Danny Pellegrino, where I break down all the messy moments and behind-the-scenes antics of Bravo's popular franchise. And on Everything Iconic, I also interview celebrity guests like Kelly Ripa, Kiki Palmer, Drew Barrymore, Cameron Diaz, and more about their guilty pleasures, their past work, and so much more. So if you're pop culture obsessed and find yourself watching way too much reality TV like me, tune in to Everything Iconic with Danny Pellegrino, wherever you listen to podcasts. ACAST helps creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts everywhere. ACAST.com.